0: The Week 6 Contest Bombs and Thursday Night Football Edition of the Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers. We can win 100 times. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away 100 k Use promo code SGPN Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off. And free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code SGP. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN. Get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000. In our NFL Second Chance Survivor contest presented by Corey Pickinson and Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/survivor. And with that, we will start this show. Welcome to the bottom line, Bob's. I am your host, C.J. Sullivan, the man in the box. Man, the man in the box. Man, oh God, that's, the that keeps going, does it? The box. I gotta stop. <laughs> I'm on a loop. Anyway, welcome. It is. Um, thursday october 12th sorry a little bit out of it we're part of the c block welcome i was just on the college of Spirit with kobe dundee we did our bombs down on or no we did a weekend bombs bombs down on is a monday this is thursday so that's why it gets in there. and uh welcome whoever came along this is where you'll get the circa million five pick nfl contest we already got people in the comments Cereal coming in there, set, Open a man has a box. It's a nice five-minute roasting session for Lindsey Hill. <laughs> well, I come on, we're not going to, we're not going to jump into that. We, we we'll we'll talk a little Dodgers at the end, though. That Lindsey Hill is the woman who was, uh, who is a who's a number one enemy now. The the one who accused Trevor Bauer of stuff, and uh, Trevor Bauer brought receipts. It's that's a weird situation to get into. I, I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll touch maybe a little bit at the end we will do a man in the box segment at the end about the MLB playoffs Trevor Bauer might come up and Lindsay Hill um, Trevor is not a good guy first of all <laughs> I feel bad for him for that situation but he, he's also not, not the hero we think that men think he is anyway um, but that's not the point the point is we have a Thursday night football game tonight I'll give that out Pretty soon for all you people who are watching live, that's how I do it every Monday and Thursday here in the Bottom Line Bombs. I'm in studio, if you can see. My Monday show, I was not make. I did not make it into the studio. Had a little automobile issues and whatnot, but that's not. And that's neither here nor there. We still got. We still had a great show. We did a recap. We did the Monday. Although the Monday night football did not go well, as Vegas somehow. I don't know. Vegas beat the Packers. You want to call it that? Whatever. Um it did, that was a game where we were like, uh, I guess someone won. I don't know. We don't really appreciate either one of you one of your efforts. But we'll give out Thursday night football bomb. We'll give out the contest bombs after the break and a survivor pick. We're still in a survivor, somehow, some way, sort of. And then we'll do a man in the box. But um, all right, let's get into it. Just real quick, before we <laughs> I'm already distracted. Cyril's already got me distracted with the Lindsay Hill. <laughs> That I mean, well, Jesus Christ, let me just—I'll put that up there again. I'm not gonna roast. Oh man, it's so funny they—they they get caught. All right, I'll do it before it. Real quick, before I get to the Thursday night, it's—they get caught because you know obviously these gold diggers, these problems. You know, they accuse Trevor Bauer, and then they people see the Dodgers. They wanted to suspend him because Bauer is an asshole. No one likes him. No one's ever liked him. So they seized upon this opportunity, and he got railroaded, and they, you know, whatever. And these and these kids today, and these are kids. They screen grab, they text, they fucking document everything. There's nothing they can do where they're not documenting. That's how they're always going to get caught. Like she made that video after they slept with him, and she's like smiling and rubbing it all, you know, like which is contradictory to her, him beating her up and whatever. But it's just so funny because, like, how could you make that video? Because they don't know anything else but to fucking document and post shit and send videos. Like, of course they're going to get it. Anyway, let's get to the Thursday night game. Speaking of which, you won't see, you won't see Taylor Swift pulling a Lindsey Hill, that's for sure. T. Swift is in the house tonight in Kansas City. Kansas City, Denver. The line is 10.5. The overrun is 47. Um, this is a... Uh, This is a uh, weird game. Denver, of course, awful. Historically bad. Their their defense is comically bad. And they're playing Kansas City, who, of course, is great. Now, the situation plays up for, for a Denver cover and an under, but I can't do either one of them. Kansas City had two road games in a row, the the, the big Jets game at night. They were in Minnesota. They kind of got lucky to get out of that. Now they come back on a short week, and they're playing um, Denver, divisional rival. Russ, you know, they always usually play them tough. So getting 10 and a half, which is a lot. So the handicapper, I mean, the gambling History says take Denver, but I can't do it. I just can't. You can't do it with this fucking defense of theirs, and they're just they're so bad. They just let the Jets blow them out for crying out loud. I blow them out, but you know. Um. And the under and the weather's supposed to be awful. That's why it's coming down to forty seven. But I can't do that either. Not with this defense. I'm going to give out Kansas City and the over. But more importantly is the. Uh, the prop of Isaiah Pacheco, 79 and a half rushing yards. They can't stop anyone on the ground. Oh, my God. Why is everything on a fucking loop over here? Um, you're right. I, I agree with you there. Uh, I agree with you there. West Virginia punch drunk one says this game is begging for prop bets. Lead to side in total alone. So you got to go Isaiah Pacheco over 79 and a half rushing yards. You have to. There's just no way. You can take a running back against Denver in the under. You just can't do it. Pick any one of the receivers, though. Rasheed Rice. I like his anytime touchdown. Let's take a look at uh, what are those looking at. Then we'll get back to Lindsey Hill. <laughs> you guys, you guys really can't go. You guys really can't let this Lindsey Hill thing go. Did she come up with something out today or something? Let me take a look. Now, now, now you got me googling. Trevor Bauer's—I don't know—it's twenty-seven. New York Post, of course, is all over it. Concealed text—it's just so funny because, like, the right and the men's rights—they love. I mean, if you look—if you look at the comments below the stuff, like, oh, the, the ones defending like Bauer, like it's—it's it's not a good look. A lot of dudes, a lot of fucking viral. But you know, it is. It's a horrible thing when someone, uh. Makes makes it worse for the real victims. like when guys say that, like they give a shit about the real victims. It makes it terrible for the real victims. You don't give a fuck. It just reaffirms that every woman's a liar. Anyway, Cortland Sutton over three and a half receptions. I'll take that. I'll take any Cortland Sutton prop. I love Cortland Sutton. Um, Bad weather, mean rushing. You guys are all right. You're all correct. If you want to take the Denver side... I do like a Cortland Sutton. Uh, Russell Wilson has not been a problem. The offense has been fine. Which is so funny because last year, complete opposite and the defense was elite. And this year, the defense is like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. As a matter of fact, just to spite you, we're going to be the worst defense of all time. Just to show you what it felt like last year. Last year, we were keeping everyone under 17 points and you guys couldn't score 17. Yeah. Yeah, you were the worst offense, so now we're gonna be the worst defense. So we don't care what you do. We're gonna give up seventy. Sometimes we don't care. Fuck that. Um, yeah, all the all the any picks that make sense is correct. Will not make sense. Well, then that is definitely a loss. Um, all right, I need to. Uh, man, this is this is really slowing me down. I don't know what's going on with the uh, internet here at SGPN, but it's uh, I'm gonna have to cut off the stream yard or something. Um, Let me do, 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 do Sorry, sorry. I'm just trying to get my thing in order here. We're gonna give out Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's hurt too, but he's gonna play. If if Taylor Swift shows up, he's got to play. Right? That's the thing. She's gonna ruin his career that way. She's gonna make him fucking play in short weeks. Whatever Amazon. I do have a um. I do have a theory that I like playing. Uh, the opposite tight ends of Travis Kelsey, but that, that, I'll give more of that on the prop show tonight after the after Thursday night football game. I'll be on the main show with Sean and Kramer doing props. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to give out Greg Dolchitz. Let's do a little Greg Dolchitz over. How about that? Let's take a look at what that what that is. Greg Dolchitz over, man. I got to This connection is so fucking slow. I'm gonna have to cut off the stream yard. I think the stream is a part of the problem. Oh, you know what it is? Alright, hold on. Jeez, Louise. It's this fucking YouTube, man. That's what it is. I was gonna uh I forgot to quote tweet to check the comments, but you know what? We got enough we got enough people in here with this at the C with the uh C blocks. So I don't need to. Oh, I just knocked them all out. Okay. <laughs> You know what? Let me just get to the fucking read, and I'll come back to that. I need, I need to, I already need to regroup. Ten minutes into this, ten minutes into the show. So let me just get an underdog fantasy. It's a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long, and they just introduced scorchers. You go five for five and pick them scorchers. Enjoy a spicy hundred times payout in a limited time. Underdogs extending the first deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. Hundred thousand dollars Sundays continues on underdog fantasy. Ten lucky players win for ten k each. Uh, Spicy underdog play that I like. Uh, Let's do that. uh, Let's do, tell you what. Let's do Cortland Sutton anytime touchdown plus 350. All right. That's my underdog scorcher. Sign up with the promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit to $500. That's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. We're also, oh, you guys are going to like this, C-Generates. There's you're token in there. I'm doing an old... I want to do a live, old-fashioned Tonight Show uh, advertisement right here. Ready? We're brought to you today by Manscaped. We have a new sponsor, Manscaped. Oh, I'm locking in on the box here. They've taken a step from Balloween to bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. And here it is right here. Here's a Manscaped right here. Um... It may be spooky season, but you don't have to scare people with a scraggly beard. You give them something to look at with Manscaped Handyman. So I got one of these things. They gave the, Manscaped gave me a, a man in a box scaped, if you will. Look at this. You get in there. Yeah. <laughs> I always have permanent 5 o'clock shadow. It never looks good. You hear that? That's your Manscaped. Let's see what it does with the mustache. Oh, my goodness. My mustache like I said I said before I, I grew it as a joke a while ago. you know every mustache I think is grown ironically and then uh after a while it's like, okay, is this a joke anymore or is this really who I am? And now I try to shave it and it just comes back with like the second I fucking shave it like an hour later it just pops back. But Manscaped can take care of that oh this is good. oh this just feels good. And it doesn't, you know, pluck at you and get you that rash burn. You never tell you when someone's, like, uh, shaving, I got this nothing but red pock marks all over their neck and throat. Cause so I, I got a lot of neck beard. I'm a hairy man. The man in the box is a hairy man, not going to lie. But it comes in bad areas. Back, throat, neck. Never a good, just old-fashioned, like, regular old puffed-out beard. I grow out. I, the, I got the Andy Reid cop mustache. I got the cop-on-vacation look. But now that I have Manscaped... I can trim it up and look good for Halloween. Anyway, so you get 20% off of free shipping with the code SGP at Manscaped. That's 20% off of free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use code SGP for a look at sweet as candy. Get yourself the handyman from Manscaped. All right. We are back on the Bottom Line Bombs with your man in the box. Let me pull up that stream yard again i'm gonna pull up the stream yard again jesus god what is going on my whole f- fuck i'm ready to flip out already my show is. of about- <laughs> losing control of my show i don't know why the soundboard's on a loop i'm sure there's something i could change to do that uh the stream yard the connection is locking me down now, now you're hearing noises oh man jc from kc is here you know jc you always calm me down. I'll give you... So I'm like, I'm glad you're here. You're here for the zippy tragedies. What's up, C-Generates? I, I, I really went nuts with that last time. With the war over the Gaza Strip! <laughs> All right, I'll solve the Middle East for you guys real quick before I get into the contest. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with the go- prop, the prop, the real problem is I don't know which side to, to say I-, I support in order to help my career. That's the real tragedy of this whole thing. You say you're for Israel, like, oh, you want you like dead babies? No, I don't like dead babies. Oh, then you support this. I don't, I don't know what I support. Just tell me which one you want me to say, and I'll say it. Just say it. You gotta say it or you don't support anything. Hilarious. Hilarious. Endless wars are hilarious. But anyway, let's get to the fucking picks, right, boys? And women, just because manscaped is one of the uh <laughs> it's one of our sponsors now doesn't mean women can be involved too. Women scape it. Um, all right. Where are we at? Let's get into the picks. Jesus Christ. I'm I'm really just saying anything at this point now. I gotta I gotta tighten up the ship here. All right, let's get into this picks. So we are 14, 10, and 1 in the Circle Millions contest, and we're using the Circle Million lines that came out today. Um we went three and two last week. Although, as I told you, I'll, we're gonna do a little switcheroo segment, which will be fun for the uh C generates. I'll tell you that at the end. But let's get let's get into the let's get into the games real quick. All right, let's start off with uh Indianapolis at Jacksonville. The line is four. Jacksonville's laying four. Jacksonville coming off a big win versus Buffalo in Europe. In London. They were just in London for two weeks for the first time ever. It was an NFL team there for two weeks? Which I think helped them versus Buffalo. But now they're coming back with no bye week. They just coming right into it after a two week European vacation. And they come right back into Jacksonville, right back to home, and then they act like it's like fine. Jacksonville, uh, they're playing the Colts with Gardner Minshew at quarterback. The Gardner Minshew, speaking of mustaches, the Minshew revenge game. Minshew used to play for Jacksonville. That's where he came out. I came out hot. WV Punch Drunk says he's a hotshot Vietnam cripple. He's listening to the C Block. I. That was my Tom Cruise joke. Said before. Tom Cruise. We were talking about Tom Cruise earlier. His acting choice, I always say, is the same. It's always a hot shot. He's a hot shot fighter pilot. Hot shot bartender. Hot shot Vietnam cripple. You know, he did tricks in that chair and stuff like that. But anyway, Gardner Minshew revenge game. Um, no, no problem for the crossover. West Virginia, I love it. Promote the promote both shows. But... Um, Here's the thing. So it's a Minshew revenge game, but the Jaguars coming back from Europe, there's nothing worse than someone who's come back from Europe after two weeks. Then they, uh, or even like a summer, whatever, they do a semester or they do a couple weeks of vacation there. Now all of a sudden they're cultured. They refer to America as the States. You know, they ask if you want to have a pint, or they Madonna it up. They get the accent going. Like, what the fuck? You live in Jacksonville, okay? No, I know, but it was just, it's just every time I'm back in the states, it just seems—I uh, don't know—ordinary. You live in Duval County, Trevor. <laughs> um, they're wearing scarves. It's a fucking something. What are you doing? I just thought it'd be a look, you know. They, they, what I'm trying to say is they—they they think you're—they're better than you, and especially Jacksonville. Jacksonville that never knows what's going on. So the Colts, they lost that first game. The Colts could have beat them. Um, and it was Minshew going in there because Richardson's finally out for a while. Richardson's a king of starting games and not finishing it. Um, Jonathan Taylor, they'll work him back in a little bit more. So it'll probably be about a 50-50 split, which is tough if you're a Zach Moss owner in fantasy. But it will make the Colts a better team. I think the Colts are pretty solid. They're much better than we thought they were going to be. Um, and with Minshew starting Jacksonville Revenge and them coming back, ugh, adapting to American culture, I'm still not used to the time change. They like saying that too. Look, they just fucking like, they're oh my God. Like they went around the world seven times and went in Japan. All right, relax. It was a seven hour flight. It's like going to Seattle. Um, but anyway, that being said, we're going to take the Indianapolis Colts plus four as our first bomb. Give them some American Publix grocery store. Yeah, you're. A- God damn it. What is going on? Oh, you know, I think I just. Oh, man, I'll fix it afterwards. What is another tragedy? That, happened? that was another tragedy. Speaking of the Lindsay home. Uh, all right, let's go next game. Let's go to we got to go through fast because I am I am just uh, saying things. I'm just saying words, with no context. Uh, Tampa Bay versus Detroit. This is this line is three and a half on the contest line. Detroit minus three and a half on the road. This is interesting game because these are perennial terrible teams. Detroit, Tampa Bay. Detroit's very good. though. Their offenses. Uh, I don't know if we've caught up this. Off. I have to tell you, I, I have to admit, I was I'm pretty I was pretty wrong on Dan Campbell. When they first hired him, like this is gonna be another meathead. That's how that's how much Matt Patricia gets in your head. Anything that looks any any times there's a meathead and when he's doing these those speeches in the beginning, like oh we're gonna gnaw on ankles. We're just like the city. We're uh, we're an auto plant that's gone, and we're we're tough, and we're we're shield, and we're ruined. We're in ruins, and uh, we're being left behind by our by our economy. What what are you talking about? What kind of offense are you gonna run? I don't know, but I'm gonna play Metallica lyrics for everybody. All right, but everyone likes Dan Campbell, and he's hired the right coordinators, obviously. But and they're doing great. But Tampa Bay, they're they're kind of in, they're under the radar as well. They're, they were on a bye. last week. We, last time we saw them, they're fucking New Orleans up. Of course, Derek Carr was pretty hurt for that game. But at home, getting three and a half. I don't know if I trust Detroit as a road favorite yet. Home even as a home favorite, big favorite, that's that was kind of that's kind of pushing it, although they they did fine last week. Um, but on the road favorite in the sombrero. But these are two games in South Florida that I'm really going after when Jacksonville and Tampa Bay, two, two very Florida places. Tampa Bay. Jacksonville is a weird area. Tampa Bay. That's just the king of neon and air conditioning and strip clubs, and so you're going to get. Uh, that's why I think Baker's thriving in there. Ba- Baker Mayfield should be in Florida. He is a Florida man. That was his problem. He's been. He's finally found a home. Baker belongs in Tampa Bay. He belongs in the swamp, and all of Florida is a swamp down there. It's so weird how. Uh, Especially in Jacksonville, especially. Well, that's why there's ga- it's gator country. That's how, uh, you know, accustomed they are to alligators and shit being involved in their daily lives. There's no real solid ground. Everything's like, it's a swamp. It's fucking wet and it's mushy and, you know. And they point out gators like like in a part of a tour, like, ah, well, you know, there it is. There's uh there's Holly. <laughs> he he bit off some drunk's balls the other day when he tried to fuck with them. Yeah, <laughs> you don't do that, you know? Okay. Another thing with that, so there's bad weather uh everywhere in the country this weekend. So we have to handicap that in. But uh Florida has no problem with storms and bad weather. They they act like that's just a regular old Tuesday. I was down West Palm Beach where we're at this bar. And all of a sudden, this middle of the day, they started batting down the hatches, putting the tarp down, the windows down, the lock up. I'm like, what's going on? God, like, oh, the storm's coming about real quick. They don't even mention it. Next thing you know, a nor'easter comes through, like fucking Mark Wahlberg and George Clooney style. These 50 foot high waves are crabbing. I'm like, well, are we going to die right now? It looked like the end of the world was happening. And they they didn't bat an eye. They're smither making rum drinks. Well, remember, it's just this that's just the old 315 storm coming through. 315 storm. There's houses being ripped off the ground. Yep, that, that, <laughs> that's Aunt B's. He, we told her to fucking We told her to move out of there. She didn't listen. Anyway, this will all be over. And it is. Then they go right back to their normal lives. So the bad weather will not affect Tampa Bay or Baker Mayfield. So we're going to take the points. Plus three and a half. And just hope Detroit, as a road favorite, doesn't come through. So there it is. Second bomb, Tampa Bay. They will be fine with the weather. Jesus. God. What is. God? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Oh, man. I don't know why I'm so fired up. I'm fired up because everything's out. of Everything's on the loop. On a loop. No. No pun intended. On the loop. The loop. It, um, this is unrelated. I'll talk about this afterwards. Uh, I saw a documentary on the the disco demolition game of the White Sox and whoever it was. Um, you know, it was a doubleheader, and they, they were trying to destroy all these disco <laughs> albums, and it became a riot because there was like just explosions going on. They had to cancel the second game, whatever. And they were trying to calm the crowd down. It was the 70s. Everyone's like on fucking bad coke and meth and lubes and whatever the hell they are doing. And uh, they're blowing up disco records. And Harry Carey's up there. He was the announcer for the White Sox then. And The Loop is the name of a classic rock station in Chicago. 97.9 The Loop, good station. And Harry Carey's trying to calm down the crowd and like trying to like, come on, kids, go back to your seats. Back to your seats. You don't want to get the loop in trouble, do you? The loop. So anytime I hear the loop, that's what always goes in my head. You don't want to get the loop in trouble. Yeah, now, Harry, we don't give a fuck at the loop. Like, like, I know you won't listen to me, but the loop. They're still going to play songs. Anyway, Um, let's get on to, I will talk about that Chicago game after the break. But first, real quick, let's sneak, should we sneak this one in there? Yeah, let's sneak it in there. We're doing fine. I like this rapid fire thing I'm doing. Um, This game I don't like, but I'm going to give it out. Atlanta-Washington. Atlanta minus two and a half. Um, Just a weird game because Washington's coming off a, not a bye, but a Thursday game. They just got crushed by the Bears. Not a good look. You gave up 40 to the Bears. What is going on, Washington and Jack Del Rio? Um, Jack Del Rio is the defensive coordinator there. The whole coaching staff of Washington. You have Ron Rivera, and you have Jack Del Rio. Eric Bieniemy, who I love, is the offensive coordinator. He's not been the problem. He's not been the problem. That's proper English, right? He's not been problem high. The offense has been fine, which begs the, which begs the question, what? What what is what has Eric Biehnaby been doing in job interviews where just they won't hire him? Is he how psycho how sociopathic is he? Where Washington, where Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio are the ones? Oh yeah, come join our staff. Del Rio is like a fucking January 6th truther. I already called it a dust up. That eh, little dust up up the street. Um. And I'm like, ah, it's racism. Well, there's black coaches in the league, and head coaches. Yeah, there's not a lot. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's not racism involved. Who am I to say that? But something's going on with Beanie in these interviews. He's a fucking psycho because he just started screaming, whatever. And players are players didn't like it anyway. Point is, they're going to Atlanta. And now you got Taylor Henneke to backup. Speaking of this is backup revenge week. You have Gardner Minshew with the Colts and Jaguars. Now you have Taylor Henneke, who's the backup to Desmond Ritter in Atlanta, but he was the quarterback for Washington. So like maybe he'll give him study. He'll study some film. He'll have the inside track. You know he he went up against Jack Del Rio's defense, so he'll know all the defensive signals and the plays. Yeah. Yeah, that's one way of looking at it. I guess he would have some inside information, um, but uh, you know, what's better information. Just any game tape of the of Washington playing this year. Yeah, thanks, Taylor. We'll 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 take it from here. We actually we watched the game against the Bears last week, and we we've seen enough. They're terrible. We should be we should win by more than two and a half. So we're gonna take Atlanta minus two and a half to beat. The commanders and that insane coaching staff they have up there. Although, this one I'm a little questionable about because Atlanta loves to win and not cover, and it's always by two or one point somehow. But we're going to take it. Atlanta minus two and a half, third bomb of the week. Now, God damn it. The loop. You want to get the loop in trouble. I have exciting news for you, C-Generates, and it's not just about Manscaped. This is about the SGPN Second Chance Survivor. Already knocked out of your NFL survivor? Maybe you are if you listen to me. But don't worry. We got you covered with the SGPN Second Chance Survivor, presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Hold on. That's when, I That's when I'm supposed to hit this. <laughs> Barking Dog Properties. It's $3,000 up for grabs. Winner take all. Starts NFL week seven. So sign up now at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash survivor. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash survivor. $3,000 second chance survivor week seven. Not bad. All right. Hall of Fame bets is also bigger and better way to smart, to bet smarter in the NFL season. You stop betting in the dark, join over th- 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Now, we are back on the Bottom Line Bombs. I am your host, C.J. Sullivan, the man in the box. I gotta stop that before it hits uh Oh man, have I been in the box? I'm gonna have to go wide. That's what happened with the Manscaped thing. <laughs> um that's great. JC says he prefers the bomb loop than the terrifying gunshot bomb. I know that was, that was, that was last week. I do. That is my remote bomb one I have on the video. It is horrifying. Not great when you're driving home through Akron <laughs> or anywhere in these streets of America or around the world. I believe you're talking about this, vid- this one right here. Oh, <laughs> God, that is horrifying. I apologize. Jesus, I never really listened to it myself. But yeah, that's terrifying. Anyway, well, we got two more bombs we got coming for you. We, we've given out Indianapolis Colts plus four, Tampa Bay Buccaneers three and a half, and Atlanta minus two and a half. So two dogs, one favored. And we got two more little pups, two more dogs. I like it. And then, of course, we'll give out the Survivor and then a switcheroo and then a man in the box segment. We're doing very good. But thank you. And thank you guys, Jason KC. West Virginia Punch Drunk, Cereal, Insano, everybody that's in the chat. The chat is lit. It's been going strong. We're getting stronger and stronger. Each episode, I think part of the C block helps the carry over, whatever. But uh, I'm loving it. And thank you for watching on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button if you are on YouTube. The thumbs up there. It's right there. You just got to hit it. Not no big, no big deal. It does nothing to you. There's literally no reason not to hit that thumbs up. It means everything to me. It means nothing to you. I mean, it's not even part of your day. You wouldn't even think twice about it. Just hit it. So thirsty for the algorithms. Anyway, um, but thank you for guys watching on YouTube. And if you're, make sure you subscribe. Tell other people. Download whatever you got to do. All right, enough shameless plugging and thirst. That's that's what the worst part about this gig, any gig, any radio gig or podcast gig. It's, it's just begging. It's just begging for likes and subscribes and just come check me out here buy this just just begging please make me make me able to fucking sustain this alright let's move on you don't want to hurt the loop do you? speaking of which Chicago Minnesota let's talk about Chicago the line is Minnesota Vikings go to the Bears line is 3 Minnesota's favored by 3 obviously The Bears are kind of (laughs) hot. They almost beat Denver at home. They blew a 28-7 lead, and then they went out on the road when Dick Buckus died, and they crushed the Commanders. People say they're rallying for Dick Buckus. I don't think the fucking players even know who Dick Buckus was. The league might have helped them out. Dick Buckus, who was a god, lived in Chicago my of years. I mean, he is the Chicago god. Even more than Mike, Di- easily more than Mike Dick. He's born in Chicago, went to Illinois, Bears. It's funny when you, players were talking about, they go talk about my, uh, Dick Buckus. They talk about him like this, like, he's like this is evil presence. Like he wasn't even a human being. And then you, then you interview him. And he's like, I don't know what they're talking about. I was a good guy. I'm just like, you know. Out there having a glass of milk and I just enjoy camaraderie and com- competition. That's all. Then they go like the Deacon Jones, like that motherfucker called me the N-word and buried me underground. And that's just the way he was. We don't care. I mean, that's old Dick Buckus. Like Jesus, all right. He didn't say that, but like he, he, he pretty much hinted at it. Like that, you don't, you don't even crawl. You shake his hand. You say, "Sorry, Mister Buckus. Is there anything I can get for you? Would you like to have sex with my wife? Would you like to fucking beat my kids and crush my dog? whatever it is?" Anyway, gotta love Dick Buckus. He was like this evil stench. So now they come home, and they're playing the Vikings without Justin Jefferson. Now, I think the Vikings had a big game last week they versus Kansas City at home. They could have won that game. They didn't. I think it's going to be very deflating. They're already talking about trading Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? Kirk, you want to go to Atlanta? You like that? You like that? No, you want to wave your trade clause for that? How about you want to go to the Jets? You like that? You like that? No, you don't like that either? All right. Uh, he's like, I'm just focusing on the Bears. Like, shut up, Kirk. Nobody's focusing on the Bears. Vikings fans aren't focusing on the Bears. Do you want to get traded or not? We want to trade you. Now Justin Jefferson's hurt, and he said he's in no rush to get back. That's 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 reassuring. I mean, he's right. He shouldn't rush to get back. He's got a long career ahead of him. Doesn't help me, who owns him in every fantasy league. But, uh, you know, you take your time, J.J., <laughs> I mean, he's right. Anyway, here's the thing with the Bears, and I live in Chicago a long time. I like the Bears; they're one of my secondary teams. This is what they do: they fuck. They're-, they're terrible, and they get and they finally get people excited. At least Bears fans get excited. Like, oh, at least we'll have the number one pick. You know. And if they get that, they fuck it up, or they're so bad. Then they start rallying when, when once they realize the fans are rooting for them to get the number one pick, they'll rally and start winning games for no reason. Now this year it seems foolproof because they have the number one pick, or well, number one pick. They have their pick and they have Carolina's pick, and both teams look like they're gonna. It looks like it's gonna be one two, which would be incredible if they won two. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past these Bears to start winning games now. Because at least this, at least they'll have Carolina in their back pocket for their fan base to get the number one pick to get Caleb Williams or something. But I can also see them doing something dumb, like watching Justin Fields beat a couple bad teams and thinking, yeah, maybe he is the quarterback of our future. And he's not. I love Justin Fields. He's a great athlete. He's a good kid, as they say. You want to root for him. But he just doesn't have the... Uh the accuracy, or whatever you want to call it, I mean, he's just—he's just not it. But he's fun to watch, and he does get in these moments where he can do things and take over games, and just just pure athleticism. And I think this is gonna be one of those games. In 1998, the Bears were the worst team in the league, and that's when the the draft—that's when Peyton Manning got drafted, and Ryan Leaf went number two. All they had to do was lose out a couple games left, and they would have got Peyton Manning. Or, God forbid, Ryan leave. But then they had, like, a night game before with, like, the Bills, who were, like, six and seven. And Wanstack gave this huge speech about accountability. And Eric Kramer kept winning games. He's like, I just want to get us out of the quarterback sweepstakes. Great. Thanks, Eric Kramer, you piece of shit. Now we got Curtis Enos. And that's what happened. They rallied and won two of, like, last three games to get out of the number one pick. So they missed out on Peyton Manning and Leaf and got Curtis Enos. Because God forbid you get into quarterback steaks, Dave that and Eric Kramer. Anyway, that's what these Bears are going to start doing. I can I can just see this coming. I can see this coming. They're going to beat these Vikings, and they're going to win a couple games, and they're and hell, and then Bears fans are going to start getting into it. Like, eh, hey, maybe we can win a division. Yeah, maybe you can, you morons. What the hell would good would that do? You're awful going to be good enough. So we're going to take the Bears plus three as our fourth bomb of the week. God, I can't stop that. Eric Turner wants to know if the Bryce Young trade was worse than Trey Lance. No, absolutely not. Um, but I will say Bryce Young not looking good so far. If anything, when Lovey Smith When Lovey Smith won that game and took the number one pick away from Houston, he did them a favor. He's like, "You don't want this number one pick. You want the number two. Get CJ Stroud. He did you a favor. Let these other idiots take Bryce Young." It was weird. It's weird. Yeah, it does not look good for Car- uh, Carolina. He's a the whole renovation. Slap on all the paint you want. The house needs renovations. Miles Sanders, Frank Reich, get all that shit out of there. Anyway, um, all right, Let's move on. No, no, it's kind of early. It, it, it's that's the way it is with quarterbacks now. They we we judge pretty early. Like Zach Wilson's career has already died three times. He's still like he's still like twenty three. Number <laughs> even Baker Mayfield, number one overall pick. What's he? Twenty six? Who knows? Who knows? There's no way of knowing that. What am I going to do? Google it. Open up a new window? Absolutely not. Because we got another game to talk about. And this is the favorite Monday night football. Dallas Cowboys at your L.A. Chargers. Dallas is favored by two and a half. Dallas just got destroyed. Oh, boy. What did I do? Hold on. Did I cut out my video? No, we're good. All right. Or fade back in. That was weird. A lot of a lot of tech issues going on right now with uh, and the man in the, with, in the box. It's always an issue. It's always it's always a possibility when it's just me in the box. But That's part of the charm, right? I like when I say that. When you fuck up. That's part of the charm. That's what a comedy show is, messing up. Okay, or you can rehearse it. Anyway, um, Dallas Cowboys Chargers. Da- uh, so Dallas got destroyed by San Francisco. Pretty amazing. You know, there's been this trend online. People love talking shit about Dak Prescott, and Dak Prescott did not turn up. But San Francisco also has the best defense in football, best everything in football. It seems like they. I just missed t- play, playing them. By the way, they might be going against P.J. Walker with those Browns. Anyway, but there's been a trend online. Like people are like people are like doing things to Dak Prescott jerseys. Like there's a one video of that guy in the barber shop who like took down a Dak Prescott painting and like smashed a glass. and what it, it seemed fake. There was like f- ring lights. Anytime you see ring lights in the fucking shot of the video, it's fake. Alright? This barber up in Santa Clarita breaking his deck. First of all, good. Fuck these Cowboy fans. There's gonna be so many Cowboy fans here at this Charger game. They had their training camp out here in Oxnard. And they all have these jean shorts. You've seen us online, the, the Cowboys, the, how about them, cowboy starter kit. The fade haircut, the, the lines in the head, the fucking jean shorts, chains. They're such fucking mops. And they're going to c- cover this field. But and then there was one uh, Dak Prescott video. The guy was using his jersey as a mop and, like, mopping the fucking floor with it, which, whatever. It was on ESPN today. And they were talking, ESPN shows it on my like first take, whatever. And then they're talking about it. I think it was Dan Olarski. Someone was talking about it. And I was like, I don't care what you think of him as a player. You can think he things but you, this is too far as a human being. This is disgraceful. They're acting like it was the American flag. It's a fucking football jersey. They're having fun. And first of all, you're showing it for content. So you're not too against it. ESPN. Oh, this is disgraceful. You don't let the Dak jersey touch the ground and let it use it as a mop. There are children watching that. It's a football jersey. And like I said, I like Dak Prescott as a person. He's a great guy. And that's what they're saying, too. He's one of the great guys. and Fans don't give a fuck about the story about these people. That's how out of touch these idiots are. Who talk about this shit? Like, they fucking work. They just want him to do good. They don't care about his life because they don't care about their lives. So, if you want to, br- it all, whatever. And they're all fake fucking stage things, whatever, but it doesn't matter. It just is. Part of the reason why I say I like Dak Prescott is, is, is because he's bad, it may, it's part of his charm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that he's bad, he's good, he's just inconsistent. He'll have a much better game this week versus the Chargers. It's going to be a high-scoring affair. Uh, and there's going to be a ton of Cowboy fans at this stadium. Jerry Jones created this stadium. He created these Chargers being in L.A. He was part of the reasons why they moved here. The Chargers never wanted to leave San Diego. L.A. never wanted the Chargers to show up. But Jerry Jones, the other owners, like, well, well, we want a TV show, so you're you're doing it. We don't care. Poor Charger fans in San Diego, and now they have to watch these games as, a, as their local thing. Like, great. It's like it's like watching a live stream of your ex in our new life. That's great. I'm glad I have her Instagram stories on a loop. This is fun. Thanks, Jerry Jones. Oh, man. I'm getting fired up thinking about Jerry Jones on Monday night. Anyway, so there's going to be a ton of Cowboy fans in there. But here's the thing. Chargers are off a bye. I think they're just a better team. We're going to take the two and a half points. We're going to desecrate the flag. And by the flag, I mean a Dak Prescott jersey. And we're going to take it. these Chargers plus two and a half, bomb it. So that, God, it's the five bobs for the contest. We gave out Indianapolis plus four, Tampa Bay plus three and a half, Atlanta minus two and a half, Chicago plus three, Chargers plus two and a half. Now comes a new segment called the Switcheroo segment. Let me see if I can get something for a Switcheroo. That's not a Switcheroo, but it's something. I told you last week I I, I was I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm a CEO gambling with the 401k money. I'm doing risky business. I will give out my bombs here, and then before I have to submit them Saturday, I, I, I would switch one off, and then I needed to uh, get the re- I had to get the records right. So which one, which one do you think? And I have to guess. I was going to do it last week because I owe I owe, I owe the record one. I owe one to the kitty. I don't want to keep. I was going to switch off the to Denver. To Chicago. I already see the one I don't like. I can see me pulling off. I can see me pulling off the Chargers or Atlanta. This is if 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 C Jenner, if you wanted me to. I was going to take that New England Vegas game. I was going to play that, but I was just. It's just such a gross game. But Josh McDaniels versus Belichick. Oh lord. This story writes itself. Oh, man. San Fran, Cleveland. Hard not to play San Fran if P.J. Walker's the quarterback. And then you got Bengals, Seattle. So if I was to take one out and put one of those in, C. Generates which one would you guess? We've got fantasy questions from Manuel Gomez. San Manuel Gomez, I want you to subscribe to the fantasy football. I'll, I'll, I'll handle it. I can, I can take it. He wants to know Javante or Jaleel, full PPR. You take Jaleel. Kidding me? He's the hot new shot. Javante would be nice tonight, but the problem with playing a Thursday night, the problem with the Thursday night, uh I hate Thursday night. If you can avoid a Thursday night fantasy start, I do, because here's what the problem with Thursday night fantasy players. You play it, and if they do good, good, fine. But if they do bad, if they can throw like a goose egg or two points then you gotta watch. Then you gotta look at that number all weekend until games start on Sunday. That's what that's what I hate. You know, it's just like, oh God, of Javante Williams, two point one. It's and it's just staring at you for endless endless days until the games start. So that would be my answer to that. Avoid that if all possible. Um ERBO's correct. Colts do not have a good history in Jacksonville. We're going through that. They haven't won there since 2014 by like, four. Yeah, well, this is different though. Colts are a big dog coming in. They're not usually go down there as a favorite. And Jacksonville's coming with a two week vacation from Europe. And they're they're in that uh still calling America the states mode and calling beers a pint and using a Madonna British accent. So fuck that. We're taking the Colts there. Now let's do a Survivor. Um, I We haven't used Kansas City tonight. We have used Buffalo, who are playing the Giants, the Lions 14, and Miami playing Carolina. We've used them as well, so we can't uh, use them. So we have Kansas City. Uh, we're going to go with them. Secondary, if you, if you have used Kansas City, uh, the Rams is not a bad play. Only because one other time you're gonna be able to use the Rams. Their offense looks good at home versus Arizona. Arizona's a game, game competitor, but with Cooper Cup, that I think I think that Rams offense looks good. They're a dead over team as well. So Survivor, I go Kansas City, and then the Rams. Other than that, we said, like I said, it was a it's a bad uh it's a bad spot. Anyway. All right, let's get into the box. All right, welcome. And thank you everybody joining us, who was with us for the whole entire ride. We got survivor picks, we got our bomb picks, we have a switcheroo possibility. Who knows what the real plays will be? But we've been doing all right. Um couple ones I wanted to talk about. What else? Uh the Eagles Eagles Jets, yeah. Someone said that for the Survivor. How about Aaron Rodgers? He's been in. Let's talk about him in the box. He's been out. Of, he does not. He just won't stop with this fucking shit. The whole Mister Pfizer thing with Travis Kelsey, and then Travis Kelsey's like, "Yeah, you're from you know your owner's Woody Johnson of Johnson and Johnson," and and then Rogers is on the Pat McAfee show every week. Which it just came out the today, by the way. He he gets a million dollars to do these bullshit segments on the Pat McAfee show. <sighs> Amazing to go out there and do his ridiculous jokes and these meatheads laugh, oh, Mr. Pfizer, and he's like, "Yeah, let's have a debate." How triggered are they? And they're so triggered. Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> My God, yeah, I say something ridiculous and then you guys get triggered. Oh man. Oh, he's so ridiculous. He's so fucking. I don't mind people who think you're better than you. I don't even mind that. If you're potential, that shit, if they are. Yeah, he's physically better. But w- when your takes are so dumb and so college freshman year stoned philosophy, that's the worst. Let's have a debate. He wants to do a debate. Him. Was it him and RFK Jr. versus Fauci and Kelsey? Yeah, okay. Look, it's the match. Yeah, me and Phil Mickelson versus Tiger. And you. What are you talking about? Hey, Dr. Fauci, I know you're retired and all that, and you've uh, served 50 years in a government medical. Hey, but you want to come on this guy's uh podcast show. We, we're we not going to pay you. Um, yeah, he's a punter. He wears a tank top, you know, and they off anyway, and they're just going to yell at you and laugh at you about uh, vaccines. You want to do that, Dr. Fauci? Go to fucking hell, Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's just, I am triggered. The debate. And then the media, and I get it, they fall for it. What do you have to? Because it's Aaron Rodgers. Adam Schefter, like, reports, oh, we got a new debate. Like, it's like, it's like a Like, it's something that should be taken seriously. Like, it's Jordan versus Bird. That old Nintendo game. Remember Jordan, Bird? A great Nintendo game. Um, It used to be uh, Bird, Dr. J, and then the Jordan took over. You did a three-point contest, a dunk contest, and then a one-on-one. You do all the helicopters and whatnot. That's good. That was a good game. Anyway, um, what did I want to talk about? The baseball playoffs, that's been going on, so I want to talk about that. That's what I want to talk The Dodgers lost again, swept by Arizona. They're hilarious. The Dodgers, first of all, it's this playoff format, and that, which I love. Right. The baseball playoffs has nothing to do with the baseball regular season. It couldn't be more the opposite. They play a 162-game marathon, then they take off a couple of weeks, and then they... Have to play like a best of three. <laughs> like, yeah, that this isn't baseball. I mean, it is, but it's just like, it's just two different opposite things. And then we get it. Oh, actually, playoffs in any sport really isn't the equivalent of what the sport is in a regular season, but it makes good viewing. It's what we want. We want to say, well, that's all that matters, you know? Win a championship. So it's this tournament. You have to win the tournament. And so we push that in our heads, and the ESPN does that too. Like, oh, all the thing that matters. And then they get upset when they don't win it. Like, well, how can you fire him? You know, Dave Roberts, when, the, you know, he's one of the best managers, the all time winner. Well, ESPN, you're the one who said championships matter. The only thing that matters. It's this made up thing that we have to do for your money for TV, for these playoffs. So, well, that's the rules. If I'm Dave Roberts, I'm like, what well, why am I why do I even stay here in LA? Go somewhere else. Go win somewhere else and where they don't give a shit. It's just hilarious. Trevor Bauer probably was laughing. He was laughing at one for Lindsay, uh team, but also they did kick him out. The Dodgers are one of the only teams that could just like, ah, we made a two hundred and fifty million dollar mistake. Let's just toss him out and get another one. But it is amazing how they keep losing in the playoffs the Dodgers. They keep winning 100 games and getting swept. They lost to the Padres last year, swept by Arizona this year, lost to the, the Braves the year before that. They're always like 20 games better than them. I used to think that the COVID championships didn't count. And the only reason why people gave them any respect is because L.A. teams won them. Like the Lakers and the Dodgers both won the COVID bubble championships. And if that was anyone else, no way would the media act like that counted. But now I'm I'm the opposite. Now I'm thinking that's the only one that should count. That was the only thing that was equivalent to the actual game. Baseball should be 60 games and then put everyone in a bubble with no crowd. That's what baseball should be. Look at the Phillies, and I love the Phillies. They're my team. They're not better than the Braves, but they're beating the shit out of them because of the fucking... <laughs> crowd advantage and because you know this is not to see this is what happens with these number one seeds they play forever they haven't played a meaningful game in fucking three weeks cursing for no reason me the man in the box um hope the Phillies close down a little bit double dribble says the yarbo um but now I'm thinking yeah those bubble tournament that was the only thing that happened remember when LeBron James said that, that was uh The hardest thing he's ever done in his life because we knew it was not going to mean anything. Whatever. Clayton Kershaw, get the hell out of L.A. Who cares? He was great in that one, yeah, because they only played 60 games. Double dribble. I know. Double dribble had that impossible shot to stop from the corner. That that's what would've made a great Nintendo game if you had a shot that was impossible to stop, like from the corner. Tecmo Bowl had the Cat Bozo and Mark Bavaro plays where you just couldn't stop it no matter what you did. And double dribble, you could hit a corner three and do it. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm not too riled up. I got should not. Oh my god, we're almost at an hour. Oh man. See, Jennerich, you did it to me again. You got me going all over the place. All right, so let's just recap then for everyone. The uh, five bombs. Survivor, we have Kansas City tonight. Get that in. Or the Rams. And Survivor, we have Colts plus four. Tampa Bay plus three and a half. Atlanta minus two and a half. Chicago plus three. Chargers plus two and a half. Those are the ones I'm telling you now. Unless I do a switcheroo. The sweet went in there because I owe, I owe the bank a play. <laughs> Anyway, that's going to do it for today's uh, bombs. I'm the man, the, bombs. Man, the man in the box. Uh, thank you for everyone for tuning in. Make sure you like this button on YouTube and uh, subscribe wherever pods are told. If you're not, let's subscribe already on Spotify, iTunes, wherever it is to the bottom line bombs. I'm the man in the box. Uh, if you're in Los Angeles, I will be in Glendale tomorrow night. I'll be in Hollywood. I'll be in the Laugh Factory tomorrow Saturday night, 8 o'clock show. Check me out there. If you're in Hollywood, check out the man in the box. Um, if not, I'll be coming to a town. Subscribe to the Instagram, see was taken, or Twitter, or X. I mean, I'm the X. That's see that underscore. Um, yeah. After, after that, that's going to do it. Now you're going to get a video. Song. Theme song of me. Um, Oh, you also, subscribe to The Blackout Diaries, another podcast I do. It's a drinking story podcast with my buddy, Sean Flannery. It's very funny. Very good. Other than that, good luck with all the bombs and the games and everything that I gave out tonight, including Kansas City and Pacheco and Cortland Sutton's and Greg Dolchitz. All right, everybody, See ya.